Welcome to Let Love, a podcast with the Sisters of Life. We invite you to join us for conversation, looking at life through the lens of love. You are loved, you are made in God's image, and your life matters. Let's talk about it. Come Holy Spirit, this is Sister Stay. And this is Sister Veritas, and we're back with Let Love Podcast. And this is awesome, Sister. We are in our last episode here. Um, in this season, talking about the beauty of the human person. Mm-hmm. And it's been a beautiful thing to ponder and step back and take a look at. And I know it's blessed me even in my own life. Mm-hmm. And just, gosh, where is that beauty that God wants to give and that he calls me to live? Mm-hmm. Um, and this last episode, we're going to talk about this call to holiness yep. and really the call to be saints. Yeah. And uniquely beautiful saints Mm -hmm. in you know god's constellation so to speak uh of the stars (laughs) i love it each of us right yeah it's like it's the call to ultimate victory really Mm -hmm. and like we you know all these little victories in our lives that we that we win and it's but it's all like this foretaste of what we're made for you know the ultimate victory yeah i love thinking about that amen gosh it actually (laughs) reminds me of a it's actually like one of my favorite stories, postulant <laughs> stories of all time. I'd love to hear it. <laughs> well, and here it is. Like I've had the blessing of serving as a, a postulant director for six years. Mm-hmm. And again, uh, it's an awesome year of grace because here a, a woman really surrenders so much, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Surrenders so much of her entire life really to God and dares to ask the question, am I called uh, to love and to be loved in this way of life? And so really walking with many, many, many beautiful souls in this tremendous year of grace. And it is, it's like, there's a lot of victories. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's also a lot of like, whoa, you know, wow, Lord. <laughs> you you ask a lot. You yeah. know, he asks big courageous yeses. So actually, this is just a couple of weeks ago. You know, when we break something in the convent, um, you know, you just, you just own it. You know, mm-hmm. you bring it to your superior mm-hmm. and a superior uh, loves to receive Mm -hmm. those moments in love and encourage them and help them clean up the mess or, you know, help them pick up the broken pieces, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, really just, just to keep life real and, you know, to replace the things that break. And I think in a postulant house, there's usually, you know, higher rates of of, of things that break only because I think God wants uh, to create opportunities is actually postulants and sisters, both Mm -hmm. uh, that we are reassured and that they're reassured that they um, can be received and will be received mm-hmm. in love um, in in the moments that they might uh, think it's only a cause for shame, right? <laughs> right. No, no, no. The Lord's love loves to come there too. Mm-hmm. So anyway, this this good postulant came to me and she's like, sister, and again, I was moved by her peace and her confidence. She's like, sister, mm-hmm. you know, I just have to show you something that I broke. Mm-hmm. And I was like, awesome. You know, I'd love, sure, you know, show me the way. And so she walks me into... Uh, the office and the office has kind of a lower ceiling mm-hmm. and she basically she's like well can I tell you the story I'm like sure and I, I didn't yet see what because <laughs> I was just looking at this good postulant she's like well I was telling another postulant this story about this story of grace like you know God was winning this crazy victory in my heart and uh, you know some big fruit from a class that she was taking or some some moment of the day right mm-hmm. but she was so excited as she was telling this fellow postulant <laughs> about this awesome grace that Jesus had won for her in her life, that she like fist pumped wholeheartedly <laughs> into the air, like 
full-bodied fist pump, right? <laughs> but this porcelain is particularly tall as well. And so when she fist pumped, she effectively fist pumped her fist <laughs> through the ceiling tile. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was awesome, sister. Like, so here she is. She's telling me the story and like, you know, looks above and sure enough, there's this huge, you know, break and crack in and through the ceiling tile. <laughs> and I have to tell you, sister, it really, it's like, purely awesome mm-hmm. as you as you say the fact of on a number of levels actually first that she came with peace and confidence that she'd be received and mm-hmm. that was such a victory in my heart that mm-hmm. she was confident in that she'd be received in love praise be to god mm-hmm. we're doing something right mm-hmm. second that this break was proclaiming christ's victory in her life mm-hmm. you know what i mean and in that it's like and this is often and this is what we're going to get to i think today um this call to holiness our lives being sanctified, often it's the Lord bringing beauty out of the broken pieces. Mm. It's the Lord um, making good uh, out of the, yeah, the giant hole that we think (laughs) (laughs) it's just a black hole. But no, the Lord's going to fill it. And actually, I I don't think I'm going to change that tile. Because to me, it's a sign of Christ's victory that he loves to win and how he often loves to win them. Victorious wounds. I'm all in in it. (laughs) There it is, sister. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, fun lo- stuff in the convent. I love that. It's so awesome. And it's such a great segue, actually, just into this this episode, right? Mm-hmm. Talking about um, saints, like what it is to be holy. Amen. You know, like what, what does that mean, first of all, to be holy? Mm-hmm. Um, how, do we, how do we do that? Like how do we live it? And mm-hmm. then some examples we can see, you know, and just, um, yeah, just like real, like let's talk about like real life, Amen. Real, real holiness. Amen. Uh, it's not, a, you know, pie in the sky thing. It's like real. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Ground it. Let's bring yeah. it to the ground. Yeah. Praise God, sister. Well, do you want to kick us off with a prayer? Sure. The Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Lord Jesus. Jesus, thank you for your mercy, for your love, for making us your sons and daughters. Lord, we, we thank you for this high call to holiness you've given us, that you've called every person to your heart. Uh, to your love, to be totally transformed into your love. And we just ask, Lord, right now that you just give us the grace um, first to believe that, to believe that we're good, to believe that you see us, that you know us, that you love us, that you choose us, that you'll never leave us alone. And Lord, and give us the courage um, to yearn for that, that victory, uh, that being with you forever. We entrust, Lord, everything to you, all the burdens that we carry, all the intentions on our hearts, those in our family, among our friends, anyone who might be struggling, we give to you and to our Blessed Mother as we pray, Hail Mary, full of, full of grace, grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Lady, Queen of all saints, Pray for us. The Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Wow, sister. Well, I loved how you set us up here too. Um, the beauty of the human person is call the holiness. Mm-hmm. The beauty of the saints. How do we break this open? Mm-hmm. What does this even mean? And again, we've talked about this before, but this is something we have to renew ourselves in. Mm-hmm. I would say daily. Mm-hmm. That Yeah. There is a great call. I love Mother Angelica. <laughs> she once said that if you're breathing and you've got two legs, you're called to holiness. <laughs> She's so funny. I love it, I right? Love her. I love it. 
Because it is. It's like acknowledging that's me. Yeah. That's me. And it's not just for priests and nuns. It's everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, God has has made us um, to know him, to love him, to serve him, to become mm-hmm. who we are in him. And I guess where I want to, I don't know, kick us off here, sister, is yes, there's this call to holiness. Mm-hmm. But also, if we step back and consult our hearts, um, we all experience within our hearts a need to become who we are, a desire mm-hmm. to become who we are, right? We, we know deep within that we're called to greatness, that we're called to do something great with yeah. our life, with our love. And I want to, I do love long excerpts from good books. <laughs> and I do want to just, in this final episode, bring us just to kick us off, acknowledging this need to become who we are. In the conferences we've referenced before from this book called God is Beauty, which captures a retreat that Carol Watiwa or John Mm -hmm. Paul II gave to artists back before he became a pope. Mm -hmm. And this is a commentary by Christopher West based on the conferences that John Paul II gave. And he just noted this, yes, the need to become what we are. Uh, He says, man's interior life revolves around truth and goodness. Uh, And as Wotiwa unfolds in this retreat, beauty. We arrive once again at the central role of Eros, understood as the upward impulse of the human spirit toward what is true, good, and beautiful. And that is John Paul II. Mm -hmm. Um, He continues, as Benedict XVI expressed it, Eros is the desire within us that seeks God. Tragically, however, when the person leaves Eros at the mercy of his fallen humanity, it is not an ascent in ecstasy towards the divine, but a fall, a degradation of man. In this regard, as Benedict XVI affirms elsewhere, we must not forget that the dynamism of desire is always open to redemption. Mm. Isn't that cool? Mm -hmm. He said, we all must set out on the path of purification and healing of desire. Contrary to widespread belief, The purification of Eros is not about suffocating the longing that dwells in the heart of man, but about freeing it so that it can reach its true height. Mm. I love this. He continues, It is this reorientation of the human heart and its longings toward their true height that Wotiwa has in mind on this retreat when he stresses the need to work on oneself, to grow in interior maturity. Adapting one of Wotiwa's papal expressions to mature in our interior life means to become what we are. Wow. Right? Mm -hmm. Creatures oriented towards eternal ecstasy in union with their creator. So we're made for this beatitude. Mm -hmm. And he continues, we become what we are only through ongoing conversion. He says, as Ratzinger observes, to say I believe in God signifies not the observation of this or that theological fact, but a fundamental disposition towards existence that recognizes a hunger at the very core of our humanity that cannot be nourished by the visible and the tangible. Christian belief is the conversion in which we discover that we are following an illusion if we devote ourselves only to the tangible. And because of our fallen humanity does not cease to incline us toward that illusion, the need for conversion is new every day. Only in lifelong conversion, Ratzinger concludes, can we become aware of what it means to say, I believe in God. Mm. Wow, dynamite quote. I know, it's so awesome. It's so awesome. And again, yeah, John Paul II bringing us right into looking at the reality that 
our interior life revolves around truth, beauty, and goodness. And there's this desire in our hearts. Mm. There's this need in our hearts to become what we are. And in the Christian view, yes, it's appealing to this call of the Father. Mm-hmm. Um, we can too hear the Holy Spirit sing over us, uh, this is my beloved son, this mm. is my beloved daughter, as Christ did when he was baptized in the Jordan, mm-hmm. um, that we've been conformed and configured to Christ and that this is the path, this is the way that we become who we are. Mm-hmm. So that's very profound actually. And it's like, yes, it's like we're made in his image and likeness and then we're called to be in union with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but actually to the point, I mean, through Christ, we're actually called to become other Christs, right? That's what holiness is, to become Christ in a way, right? And um, we've referenced him before, but one of our chaplains, Father Ignatius O.P., Dominican, um, he was sharing this really beautiful conference on the beauty of of Christ and uh, and his love. And basically, like this idea of the Christ form, um, mm-hmm. to be like Christ. And, and when you look at Christ, it's like... Um, it's like the, you know, the the core of who he hit, he is opening up before us, and what do we see? Right, we see, and I'm just gonna um, read some of the notes from his conference, but mm. literally, it's we see the death, cross, and resurrection. Right, mm-hmm. Paschal power and weakness. We see self giving love, self emptying love. Uh, we see the poor man. Right, utter dependence on the Father. We see the beatitudes as his portrait in a way. Right. Um, we see this kind of um, trio of poverty, self-abandonment, and authority, right? Transparency to the Father's will, handing, handing himself over to the Father for us in faith, hope, mm-hmm. and charity. We see mm-hmm. um, delighting in the Father's will, surrendering to him, um, being a man for others, right? Taking on the form of a servant, emptying himself. We see this childlike simplicity, um, love of God and love of neighbor, right? worshiping and spirit and truth we see priest prophet and king uh, we see you know th- this purpose of building the kingdom of god all of these things we see mm-hmm. in christ mm-hmm. right and actually it's amazing when you when you look at the saints you're like oh my gosh i see all these things mm-hmm. right and why is that mm-hmm. it's because they've allowed themselves to be so configured mm-hmm. to christ so conformed to him so unified with him that they become another christ amen right that our life is meant um, to be this this participation and radiation of his divine life. Mm-hmm. And it's actually, and we probably have mentioned this in previous episodes, but in the West, we call this sanctity, right? Mm-hmm. But in the East, they call this divinization. Mm. And it's like an extreme, you kind of like, wow, that's extreme. But actually, it's, it's, it's being, um, like when Christ ascended to the Father, like we enter into that ascent to the Father, through our baptism so powerful. Um, and become unified with him. So I just, it's powerful. It's really powerful sister. And again, even as you read that little litany of the Christ forms, it's like, Whoa, it's a dare, right? Uh, Cause a lot of times when we witness in our own lives, yeah, the crosses that we carry, the crucifixions we endure, mm-hmm. uh, the call to self emptying love. Um, when we are, we're kind of knocked down a bit, uh, uh, humbled or called into a deeper simplicity or childlike faith, um, it's not always easy mm-hmm. to recognize the joy, the beauty, uh, the splendor of being configured to Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. right? And I think even as you were speaking, sister, it's like 
the call to holiness is a real dare to faith Mm -hmm. and a call to look upon our own lives and the lives around us with a profound Mm -hmm. faith. Because as you speak of those things, there's a beauty to them. Like God has made those things beautiful. He's redeemed them. And even as you speak, it's like, yeah, I saw that my mom. Uh, doing mm-hmm. the dishes every single day at, mm-hmm. at the kitchen sink, like faithfully, without complaint. Mm-hmm. I saw that my dad, self-giving, self-emptying love, going to work every single day, um, even though, man, you know, he was ready to retire. Right. Um, I see that in the teachers that taught me who weren't just showing up to get paid, mm-hmm. but were there because they, they loved us and wanted us to learn and mm-hmm. took pain, uh, went through the gauntlet themselves to find new ways to help beat it into our thick skulls. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, my algebra teacher, God bless him forever. Um, <laughs> thank you, Mr. Howitt. Um, <laughs> but it takes faith mm-hmm. to claim the reality that beauty is Paschal mm-hmm. um, as far as, it's going to involve the passion, death, and resurrection. Mm-hmm. It's going to involve, as you're saying, allowing ourselves to be f- configured to to this divine life mm-hmm. that will be uniquely expressed uh, through that unique image and, and likeness that has been fashioned within us mm-hmm. by the Father. So, yeah, it's a big dare, and it's super beautiful. And I think just to, before we move on to the second point, like I, I totally agree, sister. And as you're speaking, it was like, oh, my gosh. Pope Benedict had the, has this awesome quote where he says, The saint is the person who is so fascinated by the beauty of God and by his perfect truth as to be progressively transformed by it. And so as you're saying, this transforming power of the Paschal mystery and that it actually, um, holiness is like kind of related to the word wholeness, right? It's actually letting Christ integrate us, letting his love integrate Mm. us so that what's inside and outside is one, right? Uh, And one with him. And it's, as you're saying, it's through that, um, living the paschal mystery it's amen. so powerful amen well and here we go if that's if that's the summons how do we pick up this call mm-hmm. uh, to holiness in our lives and i think there's probably many ways and there's many good answers mm-hmm. uh, but i think today maybe we can just focus on three mm-hmm. and i, w- I kind of want to talk about the gift of our baptism because mm-hmm. we've got a major wellspring of grace jackpot at work yep. there it is yep. and we've got a lot going for us already taking up the call to daily conversion mm-hmm. and really planting ourselves there finding traction there mm-hmm. uh towards engaging that battle that we all know is there uh mm-hmm. between life and death between darkness and light between sin and grace mm-hmm. and then lastly that call to loving our neighbor, mm-hmm. that expression of charity. And again, we can hit these briefly, but just really beautiful things mm-hmm. to ponder as we seek to take up this awesome call mm-hmm. that each of us has. Yeah. But maybe I can kick us off with a little quote. I love them. Um, this is from the, the Catechism. It says, being in the image of God, the human individual possesses the dignity of a person who is not just something, but someone. Mm. He is capable of self-knowledge, of self-possession, and of freely giving himself and entering into communion with other persons. And he is called by grace to a covenant with his creator to offer him a response of faith and love that no other creature can give in his stead. Mm. So I just, looking at the reality of our baptism, where we were baptized into life of Jesus Christ, where we emerged from those waters as, as God's beloved mm-hmm. sons and daughters, uh, to remember this, that each of us is so unique mm-hmm. that the Father waits for that unique gift of love, for that unique 
and powerful and particular expression of love that we have to give to him and that no one else has mm-hmm. uh, and how important it is uh, to the heart of the father how particular it is what we've been given what we haven't been given and taking that up uh, claiming the dignity of that mm-hmm. the gift of that and saying yeah I will serve I will serve I'm not going to be like the angels that fell who said, non-servium, I will not serve. Mm -hmm. No, I will serve. Mm -hmm. I will make a return of my life Mm -hmm. of love for love. Mm -hmm. And here it is. Our baptism is an outrageous grace, sister. It is. And it's so, I love what you're saying, sister, because it's, it's also this, this expression of you are essential. The Lord is saying, I choose you. You are essential. Like you're a member of his body and no one can replace you. Right. St. Paul talks about this, right? Every member of, of Christ's body is just as important as every other member. Uh, essential, wanted, desired. Um, and baptism, it's like, yes, we become a member of his body. We also become his sons and daughters. And we have the like the trinity in us. I mean, it's pretty epic. It's talking about lottery. This is the lottery of lotteries. Powerball. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there it is, sister. I, I might continue your litany because mm-hmm. I mean the catechism again baptism is the basis of the whole Christian life mm-hmm. it's the gateway to life in the spirit the door which gives access to the other sacraments we receive the gifts of adoption you know membership in this mystical body of Christ new life in Christ this new indelible mark on our soul that we belong I belong mm-hmm. to someone I belong to a family I belong to love mm. I belong to mercy and forgiveness himself Mm. um that this wound of original sin is actually washed Mm. uh, washed away um sanctifying grace Mm -hmm. um as you're talking about yeah the whole holy trinity moves in this Mm -hmm. perfect little family of love moves in to my heart um (laughs) makes of my heart heaven um i receive these offices of being priest prophet and king Mm -hmm. um, and exercising uh, those realities through the grace of my baptism. I become a temple of the Holy Spirit. I receive the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I mean, it's kind of like jackpot. Pretty Yeah, awesome. I don't know how to explain it in any other way. Yeah. But it's working for us. It's this huge yeah. wellspring of grace. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is. It's It's being willing to rest in that wellspring, tap into that wellspring mm-hmm. through faith, hope, and love mm-hmm. in the living God, nourish that wellspring, through a life within the sacraments, mm-hmm. um, enter into the graces through a life of prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like holiness is basically about unleashing the power of your baptism. Amen. Basically. Amen. In a nutshell. There it is, sister. Yeah. It's pretty epic. It's pretty epic. But with that, it's like, and this kind of brings us into that second dimension. We have this incredible gift and wellspring of mm-hmm. grace. We've been established in a covenant love with mm-hmm. God the Father. Mm-hmm. But we know we're free. Mm-hmm. And that every moment of the day, I need to exercise that freedom. Yeah. I'm called to choose. I'm, I'm called to take responsibility mm-hmm. for that gift of grace, for the gift of my life, mm-hmm. for the gift of my free will, and exercise it. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah, every day is going to bring choices, is going to confront us with you want to choose life or choose death? Mm-hmm. Do you want to choose grace here or choose sin? Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe just it's helpful to acknowledge what is sin, mm-hmm. actually. Because I think it can be, yes, the the dirt that we sweep under the carpet or like the dust kitty in the corner that 
we pretend isn't there. Right, <laughs> right. You know, the reptiles in the castle that we yeah. just kind of live with and ignore. Yeah, the stain on your shirt that you just hope no one sees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what is it actually? And again, here's the catechism. Mm-hmm. It's an offense against God as well as a fault against reason, truth, and right conscience. Sin is a deliberate thought, word, deed, or omission contrary to the eternal law of God. In a sense, St. Augustine uh, would submit, it's when we say my will be done instead of thy will be done. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of contra. Again, it's not for us mm-hmm. that we're actually choosing in a way that is against the truth, beauty, and goodness that we've been made for, mm-hmm. that is actually going to wound us, mm-hmm. that is going to disintegrate us, not mm-hmm. bring us together mm-hmm. and help us to sing, mm-hmm. uh, so to speak, um, that it it wounds, it offends charity, mm-hmm. ultimately. And we know that we've been made for love. Mm-hmm. We've been made for love. Uh, and it is, it's kind of like, sometimes it tastes good, you know, like a bag of big bag of chips but then once we're done eating that big bag of chips we feel a little weighed down yeah greasy yeah 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 Yeah. so it's good to put in front of ourselves i think Mm -hmm. uh because yeah it's a battle Mm -hmm. and it's it's owning that battle and strengthening ourselves Mm -hmm. for that battle it's taking up our cross Mm -hmm. um claiming that call to daily conversion Mm mm-hmm and it's like, you think, I, sister, I think it's so important because it's so easy to kind of just, yeah, not talk about sin or not think about it. But it's like, what is what is conversion? You know, in a way you're saying, yeah, we're free, but we're also forgetful. And I think conversion is actually um, using our freedom to remember and to live in accordance with, with the truth of who we are, right? Because it's, we can get frazzled in life. We can get so caught up in so many things that we start doing things that are like, wow, why am I doing that? Like once I remember I was so frazzled and busy and all over the place that I I put the Windex in the fridge and I, I found it like <laughs> three hours later I'm looking for something I'm like why is the Windex beside the milk but you know it's like that's to me that's an image of like what we can do in our our spiritual lives you know our relationships because first of all we're just forgetting you know who we are but then that can actually lead us to as you're saying like sin choosing against choosing death instead mm-hmm. of life you know and this slow forgetfulness can kind of like erode um, this remembrance of God and what we're made for and who we are. And so I think the heart of conversion, the heartbeat of conversion is remembering who I am and who, and who God is and returning to that every every moment if we can, you know? And that in itself actually stems the tide of, of hurt and pain and sin. And um, and yeah, as you're saying, you know, that's essential for that is, is daily prayer, mm-hmm. is the sacraments, mm-hmm. is examining our conscience, um, things like that. And mm-hmm. it's simple, almost like too simple yeah, um, and powerful. Yeah, sister. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that brings us into kind of the third how, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, it's not rocket science. Um, and here it is, it's loving your neighbor. Mm-hmm. And, and that's huge. That love is always an option mm-hmm. at any part of any day. Love is an option. Mm-hmm. And, flowing forth from the graces of baptism, flowing forth from that battle that mm-hmm. we fight to to allow Christ to win that victory, to become who we are ultimately, mm-hmm. to remember who we are, will flow this charity, which will bring life to others, mm-hmm. which will bring life to us. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, love will never let us down in that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's gonna cost us, but it gives our 
ourselves to ourselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it gives us the life that we're made mm-hmm. for. Uh, it will never let us down. We will never regret being generous or fighting to love mm-hmm. and to love to the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is uh, this call to loving uh, one's neighbor, mm-hmm. uh, to really expressing, allowing that charity that we hold within mm-hmm. to be translated and given Mm-hmm. as we are in inter- interaction with our brothers and sisters. It's so true. And there's a great, uh, it reminds me of something that St. Francis de Sales talked about. He talked about how there's two kind of ecstasies. One is the ecstasy of prayer. The other is the ecstasy of service, right? Of loving our neighbor, loving each other. Wow. And actually it's like this, we love the Lord in both of those um, and how essential they are actually to holiness. Um, and I, I stumbled upon this quote by St. Angela Marici. I love her. Yeah, she's lovely. She was the founder of the Ursulines. And I'll just read you um, a little uh, excerpt from it. She said, The last word that I address to you, and one I urge upon you with all the ardor of my soul, is that you live in harmony, united together in one heart and one will. Be bound to one another by the bonds of charity, treating each other with respect, helping one another, bearing with each other in Christ Jesus. If you really try to live like this, there is no doubt that the Lord our God will be in your midst. End quote. Amen. It's powerful. Amen. And, and actually to see him in our brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. to see him. Mm-hmm. Um, like as, as some of the you know Second Vatican Council documents talk about, but like God has united himself in some way with every human person. Mm-hmm. And actually like loving him um, in each person we encounter. And actually, yeah, it, it's... Um, it's powerful. And yeah, there's setbacks and confusions and misunderstandings, all of that. It's not easy, but actually it's like loving as Christ loved and emptying himself. You know, the Lord emptied himself to take the form of a servant, uh, but doing that with each other. Um, because it's, it's one of our priest chaplains shared with us. It's, you know, holiness is not about doing good, but about being with the good. I love that. Yeah. I love that. You know, I think it's tremendous sister, what you're saying. And just bringing us into our last point. It's mm-hmm. like, what does this actually look like? Mm-hmm. The witnesses that God has given us, and actually those who have gone before us who chose in this way, who chose life, mm-hmm. who chose to allow themselves to be divinized, to be sanctified, mm-hmm. who chose to battle, actually, mm-hmm. uh, to take up that that battle of allowing grace to overcome sin and death. Honestly, just pondering this in my own heart, it's like, I see God's saints around me, you know, and I see it in the little yeses of every single day. I mean, I see it in my sisters faithfully rising early in the morning, taking their post, singing God's phrases, even though, wow, early morning, it can be, you can be tired. And yet here we are lifting up our voices, interceding for the world. Um, saying yes to the to the same breakfast every day, saying yes to the food that's put before them, saying yes to the tasks that they're given um, and not making a show of preference, um, saying yes to the life that God has called them to, but then to reflect on the life of family. Honestly, seeing the guys um, in the garbage trucks, New York City sanitation, I'm not joking. These guys are some of the nicest, most mm-hmm. grounded good men I've ever met. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, always a smile. Mm-hmm. Always a smile. Giving so much dignity to keeping the streets clean here mm-hmm. in New York City. Like, I've never met a New York sanitation um, worker that hasn't actually moved and inspired me. That's awesome. But it's because they're taking up 
what would seem like a a, a small mm-hmm. or kind of undesirable task, and they're bringing love and responsibility to it, and they're doing it with joy, mm-hmm. and they're up early, and they are they know what they're doing and they know what they're about. I see it in the construction workers. I see it in um, when I think about my own life of family. You know, um, a grandmother who who loved so unsparingly um siblings who yeah we we flopped like on the dock left and right but ultimately choosing to love each other um you know in all the bumps and bruises of life it's in the little things Mm -hmm. it's in the little things and i guess um we can look to the saints but even when we look to the saints and yeah they're they've got crowns in heaven and They've got a lot of cool holy cards, but actually they were little too, mm-hmm. that they took up the little call to love, allowed themselves to be configured to Christ in the bumps and bruises of life and the sorrows and the trials. And um, it's just about the little stuff and allowing God to, to mm-hmm. sanctify us and looking with faith mm-hmm. uh, in in all of that. Because mm-hmm. it, it, like, you're saying that they couldn't see the glory necessarily, no. right? They were just seeing the two feet in front of them like the rest of us. But also seeing the Lord in that, you there know, and everything. There it is. But it's, I love what you painted for us there, sister, because mm. it's it's real. Mm. It's like, I think it really shows me, but like holiness is possible, mm-hmm. right? It's not this inaccessible thing. It's possible. It's actually about being who you are, right? St. Francis de Sales, be a saint, be yourself, mm-hmm. right? And it's it's like this amazing kind of garden of beauty, right? We look at the saints, this garden of faces, um, who let themselves be so transformed by the Lord that they, you know, radiate. And each is unique and unrepeatable. You know, no, there's no copycat saint, right? Amen. There's no like cookie cutter saint. Every, I mean, looking, one of my favorite books growing up actually was this Lives of the Saints 2 Illustrated. Cool. Loved it. But it's like you read these and it's like this total like, it's like a chocolate shop of like saints. You're like, That's wow. Awesome. That's and actually, awesome. just, just an aside, if you want to really like, I know some people look for like very, unique names for their children mm-hmm. i just want to say look in this book because you got a lot of awesome names that nobody else has really? i can guarantee it oh boy <laughs> i'm just saying there's a lot of options in this book that's amazing never heard any of those names before yeah me neither but it's it's really powerful to read actually like one as you're saying to look in our daily lives and see the saints around us and then actually to read the saints who went before us yeah um, i'm thinking of one in particular that i just learned about saint agatha kwan chin Yi. she i'm probably not saying that correctly but she was um a korean catholic mm. and um arrested at age 21 uh, with a couple other Catholic women. But basically someone tried to come and uh, to Agatha and offering to reward her if she kind of um, consented to go away with him and threatening if she refused, right? And Agatha, kind of out of reverence for her her own beauty and dignity, rejected um, his invitation and, um, and for her own purity. And the guards actually guarding the woman were so like moved by her witness that they actually let them go. The woman go like, go sneak away, wow. you know? Um, Wow. Um, but after afterwards, they were uh, captured again, and the guards were actually punished for, for their mercy. Um, and Agatha was brutally beaten and then and executed. And, and it was out of for, for love of, of Jesus, right? Not wow. choosing not to um, uh, give in, but also not to deny her faith. And it's like, yeah, you, I've never heard of her before. And she died in 1840, but it's like powerful. So powerful. Like real people. Or like blessed Brian Lacey. You know, he was an English Englishman. And he was killed in 1591, right, for um, refusing to to give up his faith. 
Wow. And his brother actually betrayed him and turned him in. You know, it's like all these like these people that you even even the saints can be obscure. You know, you don't know them, but it's it's powerful. It's very powerful. Mm-hmm. And that the Lord in His love raises up saints for every time. You know, saints of every age, saints of every um, dimension. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it is not one is like the other, mm-hmm. but for what you were saying, sister, that configuration to Christ that they allowed their lives. Uh, to be one mm-hmm. with the one that made them. And and in that, lived at the heart of who they were mm-hmm. in that God. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, sister, it's pretty awesome. We could go on, but before we go, do you have any encouragements or thoughts or challenges? I do. I have two. What, my first is actually to, to pick up um, a book about a saint or about saints cool. and actually just read it and be inspired. Let your heart be inflamed with the beauty of their witness and actually let the Lord speak to your heart of actually his desire for you and for your holiness. And then second, I would just say like, be not afraid, be not afraid. Like he wants Mm -hmm. your heart. He wants your happiness. He wants your joy. He actually, he has great things uh, in store for you and be not afraid to step out. Be not afraid to proclaim his name. Be not afraid to let him love you in all the places of your heart and your history. Um, God writes poetry out of our history. Yeah. So let him, let him. That's uh, awesome. Be not afraid. That's a really beautiful sister. Thanks. Oh my goodness. Wow. What about you? Any challenges or thoughts? Oh my gosh. Well, let me see if I can. Absolutely. Okay, here we go. I kind of want to share a new game that I've been playing mm-hmm. um, with me, myself, and God. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> um, basically, the game is called Look for God. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. And and that's what the game is all about. Just <laughs> look for God. But actually, no, truly, it's it's been changing my life in a sense. Just asking for the grace each day to see him. Mm. Hey, whether it's in the conversation I'm having with a sister, where is he? Looking for God, looking for God in her, looking for God in the ins and outs of this conversation. Or it could be a phone call, or it could be an email, or it could be in what I think is the wrench of the day. Like, hmm, wow, this seems to ruin everything. God, <laughs> where, where are you? Mm-hmm. Um, what I have found very powerful is that as I ask for the grace to simply be aware and seek, mm-hmm. like what does he say in scripture? You know, scripture tells us, seek and you will find. And actually, what's been so powerful is that, yes, I do. I have finding God, mm. finding God in the little things, finding God in the things that, sure, I can give that permission to ruin my day, my week, my life. But no, um, where are you, Lord? And what do you want to do? And how do you want to bring beauty mm. out of this uh, and in this? So, as you're saying to sister, be not afraid to to have fun leaning into this adventure to invite God to look for him uh, to set your heart on him mm-hmm. uh, to look with faith towards him and in this we're looking at beauty himself mm-hmm. who is going to be uh, pouring beauty the beauty of his love of his mercies of whatever it is that we need mm-hmm. into our lives at each moment and in this way yes uh, allow our lives to be made into this beautiful masterpiece that God intends and to satisfy this deep, deep, deep place in our hearts that wants to, needs to be who we are mm-hmm. and who we are most deeply. 
not some casual, uh, superficial assertion or definition or expectation, but who I am in God, mm-hmm. my identity as his beloved daughter, as his beloved son, uh, who I am uniquely as he has fashioned and created me to be. So, I mean, this has been a blast to just ponder that mystery and that gift of the beauty of the human person. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we'll be praying for everyone, for all of you listening, uh, that you have the courage to simply to become Mm -hmm. the masterpiece that that God has made you to be. Amen. Amen. Do you mind closing us in a prayer? Oh, yeah. Here we go. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, we thank you. We love you. We adore you. We thank you for your provident care for making us in your image and likeness, for loving us, uh, for your mercies. We ask in a special way for every grace of courage to simply let your love uh, fill us, overflow in us, uh, come into the places we need your love most, that we need your mercies most. We pray for the grace to be radically vulnerable to you and the gift of yourself that you wish to make to us today. Uh, and we ask for the grace to share our lives entirely with you, to give our lives over to you, uh, that they might become the masterpiece that you desire to bring about in and through our love and our lives. We thank you ahead of time, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, as we say glory be to the Father, to the the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, Spirit, as as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. God bless and keep all of you. No, we're praying for you. Amen. This was Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life, a religious community of women consecrated for the protection of the sacredness of human life. Be assured of our prayers and learn more at sistersoflife.org.